everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Posterman Podcast, aka now Brocast. The Brocast <laughs> for at least the next couple. Next few will be Brocast because Tyler's doing. I have no idea. Yeah, we, we, we knew the Lewis his vague was, answers. <laughs> we knew that Lewis was away because he is making preparations for a small child entering his life. Yes, but Tyler. Tyler we, gives us vague answers. We, we we don't know why he's AWOL for the next couple of weeks, but he's AWOL for the next couple of few weeks. Mm-hmm. So we did the last of the user movies, so we finally have gone through all of them. We Yay. finally did it. They're all done. Yay. <laughs> no more. Months. No more, everybody. <laughs> but seriously, if you want us to watch something, send us suggestions. Yeah, send us in suggestions. We, we will do it. Uh, we yeah. have proven we've done that. The, the Posterman Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We will do them. It will be fun. Or find us on Facebook and just post on our Facebook wall or whatever. Yeah, I think that's where sixty eight kill came from. Somewhere on Facebook, probably. Uh, yeah, we're on we're on Facebook. The fo- the poster room podcast. Yeah. Find us. Uh, this one came from a, an email and a tweet and Ooh. a couple of tweets to check on how we we were doing. That's why he we needed to do this one. Who's, who's this from? A person that I used to work with named Caleb. Okay. Oh. Caleb, Caleb Lawrence. He's Caleb Lawrence. He. We used to work at the movies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I think I know... He's a taller sort of gentleman oh, with glasses. I know, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I remember. I have a... Kind of blondish hair, I, I found believe. It. I found it. I found it. He's I probably was, listening to I this, was, and he's like, you were describing me completely and utterly wrong. I was thinking of someone else briefly, but mm-hmm. then I remembered that person's name, and then you started describing it. Oh, now I remember who you're talking about. Because I had promised him we were going to do that in October... And then October came, and he just sent me tweets with the picture of his his Blu-ray box. <laughs> and then I said, well, we did something for my grandfather. We'll get to you in January. So now we are in January, and here it is! Yeah, <laughs> We did lie! <laughs> we did the movie Crash. But not that Crash, not the, the other one. Not, not, the cra- not the Oscar bait Crash. Yeah, not the one the, from the, whatever, the Cronenberg Crash, two thousand nine, I believe. Yeah, two thousand. No, it's no. not two thousand nine because we worked in the movie that. theater. Two thousand four. Earlier than that. Uh, hang on, I'll, I, I I saw it earlier, and I meant to I meant to make a mental note of it, and I did, and now it is gone because we were talking mental note about we the were, other Crash movie with Brenda we Fraser, were, who's in it. Uh, so two thousand four. Yeah, there we go. But this one's from ninety. Uh, six. Six. Which, smoking in a hospital, don't know if that still was loud in 96, but it's a movie and I'll go with it, and it was in Canada, so I'll go with it. <laughs> but directed right. but directed by David Cronenberg, right? David? David? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who brought you such hits like Videodrome, A History of Violence, Easter Promises, a variety of weird little movies uh, and this one's The Fly The Fly he, we did The uh, Fly uh, <laughs> on this very podcast <laughs> this very podcast this past Halloween go back and listen to it we'll toss it in here <laughs> just kidding we won't, be, we won't toss it in that'd be, that that'd be, be insane that would be awful <laughs> there's just a fly and then at the end Here, there's have, just have the whole fly there's just there's just ten minutes of us at the end just being like okay robot punches <laughs> oh dear <laughs> um but yeah we did the we did the fly and this is 
A movie that he is very well known for, apparently. And it is now in Criterion Collection. It apparently just came to the Criterion Collection. So, pick that Blu-ray up there in 4K. <laughs> Which, 4K... <laughs> Which, a review on Letterboxd states that it's great in 4K. So... Ken, your face. <laughs> I, I'm... Matt, I... Oh, okay... Ken, plot synopsis, cast list. <clears throat> give me, give me the, give me the plot synopsis for James Spader has sex with everybody. <laughs> I mean, crap. <laughs> After getting into a serious car accident, a TV director discovers an underground subculture of scarred, omnisexual car crash victims who use car accidents and the raw sexual energy they produce to try to rejuvenate his sex life with his wife. The first problem I have with this is you told me that he was not a director. Right. He was a producer. He's a TV producer. So, that's wrong. Yes. And then I go to the farther end of that statement where I feel like they have a good... His wife and him have a good sex life. Maybe now with each other at point, they have... they. I don't know. It, they'd have sex all the time. <laughs> it is... The I feel like the potentially the implication... Is the amount of time she says anus is enough? <laughs> is uh, one member of the part of, of the the couple is unsatisfied in their sexcapades, and as you pointed out several times throughout over the course of this movie, she's the freakiest one of them. Oh, all. she is. She they're in a movie full of weird people at points. Where a movie where a movie where um, a guy literally just careens over the side of a of a highway and lands plows into a bus and catches on fire. Uh she's still the strangest. <laughs> uh so not to uh uh th- this movie is rated NC17. So kids turn this podcast off. <laughs> We watched the NC-17 version, not the rated R. Gotta watch the original, man. (laughs) The way the director intended it to be. Um, All the nudity, all the spader sex, everything. um, (laughs) But I... I personally would contend that this movie does not take place in a reality that is our own. With, it, the amount, with the amount it, of non-cops, yeah. It takes place in a... in a Yeah, their, their cops show up in one scene. Ooh, maybe this they, is the sequel to Videodrome. When they break up the weird car crash exhibition thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And then they they find the guy for hitting a pedestrian that he never hit. So. No, they were questioning him about it. Oh, yeah, they were questioning him. They, they didn't find him. I oh, yeah, that's ticket. right. Yeah. They they did show well no I think it was like a card like hey if you hear uh, anything or if you have anything to say if you want to or maybe it's a I, I'm not sure I, we, we it was it was there was not enough paper involved in that exchange to be a ticket oh, okay for it to have been a citation I should say um, but yeah you're right the cops do show up then too so there's the cops show up twice in this whole movie when like it, it, it's one of those things where where. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how car accidents work, but maybe this was all in Spader's head. That's that's what I want to go. That's what I want to kind of go with this movie, because 
they have sex in a lot of extremely public locations. I'm not saying that people not don't do that. extremely public, but... I would gamble that that parking garage with that car is extremely public at one point. I wouldn't say extremely public. They're but pulling up right behind it! But definitely public. Uh, oh, yeah. And, well, and, yeah, when they're parked, like, at the, like, at the end of the lane... Uh-huh. As people, so like people are driving straight up, yeah. and can look straight through the, the through the from the back windshield through the front windshield into the before you make the left to go up and in, deeper into the parking mm-hmm. garage. Yeah, that that was that was that was extreme that was public. <laughs> as extreme public as as this gets. Yeah. Yes, I was about to say. Well, you- no, actually, uh, they're at the at the very 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 end of the movie. They're. Doing the nasty right there on the side oh, of the yeah, road. Oh, yeah, median. <laughs> Highway, you know, with, with road driving up and down. And there again, nobody stops to make sure everybody's okay. No, they, there's no just one. steaming cars laying there. and Or even at the car dealership where they like she's grabbing in between his legs and he's grabbing in between hers while the guy's trying to fix his the lady's foot in the car. Yeah, and nobody's... That's public and he doesn't say anything, so... I would like to. I would like to throw my theory out that this all took place in his head. Well, that would. That's just a more specific version of. This is not the reality that you and I live. in. Yes. Because um, maybe he did not have sex with all these people. All that to say, whatever you need to get you there is fine with us, as long as you're not hurting people doing it. That's all. That's all I have to but say. But then they hurt people, but, right? Because <laughs> yeah. this takes a sick turn, or uh-huh. not a sick turn, but this takes an unpleasant turn where people get hurt doing it, uh-huh. and that's no good. So we we are we are we are we here at the Postman Podcast do not condone this act of this act of hurting other people. We right. We are we are totally okay with you know be, getting your finding your sexy time however you want to find it, as long as. Everybody's safe and healthy, and everybody's okay. Unless your wife's talking about you having sex with a dude while you're having sex with her. <laughs> That's a little bit hey, bizarre. I mean, it's bizarre, <laughs> but whatever. All right, whatever. I it mean, gets them there. <laughs> like I said, that's a that's whatever. a loving relationship. That's not a relationship that's in turmoil. <laughs> Well, I mean, like that, like that descriptor. We, we were on the descriptor. That's what that. That's not what that descriptor tells me. Uh... That sequence tells me that they are in a relationship where they have an understanding about each other and how weird they are. <laughs> because <laughs> if you don't know their kink levels and you start saying stuff like that and then they walk out, I get it. <laughs> but <laughs> to get down to the point of this movie, the cast has James Spader as... <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Cast list. You, we, got, we got all distracted yeah. by the... Uh, uh, James Spader plays James Ballard. So he is James in my notes. Uh, I uh, had him as James Spader. Holly Hunter plays Helen Remington. Second sick banana. Who sick was banana. Who Doc, vanishes for half of this movie. Who's Doc in my in my notes. Uh, yeah, and, and she is Yeah, she is she's like the the fourth most major role I think in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was about to say there's three big there's three big roles, which is his wife. Yeah, um, the, the 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 two biggest parts are James Bader and his wife. The wife is played by Deborah Kara Unger, and the fourth banana is, uh, is Elias Codius Vaughn, who plays Vaughn. Yeah, I'd say lost the name Vaughn. And then there's 
a few other people who aren't as important. Aren't as important. The only other, I shouldn't say, uh, Rosanna Arquette plays Gabrielle. Oh, that's the lady with the the, the blonde, the, yeah. the blonde lady with the, yeah, the, all the medical needs, all the medical assistance. Yeah. S- but so the so the movie opens, and I do like how the movie like is advertised by the posters because we're the poster men. The poster just goes. It says crash, and it says sex and car crashes, and then the movie opens, and we're in an airplane hangar. <laughs> yes, I was like, that's fun. I like the I like how that. It opens in an airplane hangar, distorting what you think you're getting in this movie, which is like, is this movie about airplanes? I was talked into sex and car crashes. Not sex and airplane crashes. So it, like, subverts your thought on the whole the whole theory. I, that, 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 that is something I enjoyed about it. Um, there's not one, not two, but three sex scenes in this entire opening act. Because it is the wife Only? having sex with somebody in the first in the first scenes. It's the wife having sex with somebody, then uh-huh. James having sex with the camera lady, and then they go have sex with each oh, other. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then they have sex together, and then that's when all of that happened. Then then that's when the car crash happens. Right, and we both go. James Spader's in jail for accidental manslaughter. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I, Which also goes with your theory that this is an alternate reality where nobody seems to yeah, care like, about the I dead. Don't, I don't understand. Maybe he died, how... and this is this is all hid. Oh, yeah. Maybe he died in the car crash, and this is all hallucinations of like oh. you know how you see in Dorthins before you die. Yeah. So this is all the sexy time that his brain is feeling um, before he passes. Yeah. Well, and, and Elijah and I are not lawyers. We do not necessarily know what. What the requirement for vehicular manslaughter is? No, I've never killed anybody with a car. It just <laughs> seems like he was negligent. He was digging around in his car. He was going the other and, way, <laughs> and he he you know gets he goes down over the berm and then is is on the like the, the it's like it's like an interchange. I thought it was the wrong like it was a one lane yeah. like come off and he's right. The guy's coming right. down he's and driving, he's going up. He's driving up the exit ramp yeah. essentially, and. They strike, and then the guy flies through the windshield and into yeah. James Spader's car. Yeah. They high-five, and then they drive off together in the sunset. Yeah. That's what happened, right? Pretty much. All right. Yeah. No, it, it involves Holly Hunter whipping out her boob. <laughs> yeah, that was super random. Like, so, this movie... Um, my, the movie's called Super Random. My, uh, so, the lady with the airplanes is Spader's wife, question mark. And they're allowed to have sex with other people? Question mark. This movie is already strange. <laughs> like that's that's where we're at with this movie, and it doesn't get any better for the record. Nope, like, we're riding a strange roller coaster the whole time. No more, no more clarity. No more understanding is given. It's it's. And James Spader has sex with everybody. James Spader has sex with everybody. <laughs> um. So. I guess there's no guards at this car lot, or no, that guy. No, no I have the doctor note because we meet Vaughn and and Holly Hunter's character in the hospital, and his legs tore up all the bits. And Vaughn's real interested in the scars, right. and he's dressed kind of doctorish. Yeah, he's he's wearing what looks like a lab coat. Yeah, but I'm like, hmm, I don't trust this doctor. Yeah. uh... Casey Jones isn't creepy or anything at <laughs> Casey all. Casey Jones. <laughs> Not at all. Because we didn't know his name at that point. So. I like Casey Jones. 
I have. I, I think I went through different stages of who this character was because I also have Casey Jones somewhere in the middle of my notes because I don't remember what his name was in the middle of the movie. I just remember him like, "Hey, it's that guy." Because I didn't think it would be that big of a character until he just was in every scene near yeah, the end. Yeah, it's it's because I thought he was going to die in the car crash demonstration that comes later, and I was like, "Oh." He's then going to die, kill himself, and then it's going to be Holly Hunter and James Spader going off and like doing similar things because they're into it. Right. But Holly Hunter fades away. Right. But that's to a different note. Yeah, Holly Holly <laughs> Hunter is she is the catalyst in that she brings it's it's the connection and uh, uh, and for for the record, James Spader is driving the car. Mm-hmm. It's his fault that kills her husband. Yeah. She doesn't seem too torn up she about it either. She doesn't seem real torn up about it at all. No. And, you know, to the tune that, like, not a whole lot later, they're going at it, those two. Yeah, because my next note is about the impound lot. <laughs> and... The not because it start my note starts with he's getting a handy in the in the doctor's office and I said is this him feeling shame that he feels turned on by the car crash because yeah. she's verbally describing the car yeah. crash and then I'm like so it seems like he already has an inkling that he's jazzed up about the car crash yeah so so does she too and she's. She's she's turned on by everything. <laughs> if, it's, if it's got legs, if it's a cha- if it's a desk, if it's a chair, yeah, it's a car. It's a. <laughs> she must be like perpetually switched on that woman, like because she's like. Well, no, actually, she doesn't like being choked. We we saw that. We saw evidence of that. Uh, there there was some. <laughs> Maybe she liked the st- little struggle. Because she still lets it happen, and then she still wants other stuff to happen. And yeah, I do. She gets sad when, the the spoiler alert, when Vaughn's dead, and she goes, a friend. A dear friend. A dear yeah. friend. And so if I if I was not enjoying something and didn't want it to happen again, I wouldn't call that man a dear friend after he choked me well, and did these we, things. if we need the car... In the very public car wash. <laughs> if we need the car to to get off... We're going to say whatever we need to say to get our jollies. On that car. From that car Mm -hmm. that was owned by the Creepo. Yes. So. Uh, How much time has passed? He's out of the hospital, but his leg isn't fully healed yet. His leg never gets fully healed, really. Well, no, but but like the the, the scars are still red and angry. Like it's, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look good. Right. Like, like the ones on his head start to look good, but the ones on his leg are like, those don't look good. Need some Neosporin and some Band-Aids. Right, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, um, and then, how are we getting in these car? How is he in this car impound lot? And then I have a fistful of bimbos. All right. Oh, yeah, because this is porn stash from his car. <laughs> yeah. Porn stash and pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Do you just let people wander around in these cars? Yeah, it's weird. It's this. It's it's like yeah. It's like this police impound lot. Well, because she says like I, we don't know how are, how are we here? Like I, we wish the police would make it harder to get into these places. Yeah, and I mean unless all the cars are, and I guess all the cars are wrecked, broken, busted. Yeah, it's not. It's like, so there's so no it's fear like, of someone stealing. It's like them, a police but... junkyard, but you could theoretically. Go, go strip some radios. Yeah, and, go like steal parts for sure. Yeah. 
yeah go sell those on but it, but if uh, but if we're taking the but now now I've switched my gears to this is all a dead dream so if I turn I'm this all with this plan so if I turn this all into a dream where we're trying to avoid any possibility that trouble comes to him because time is also iffy with us too this all could be taking place really fast like he looks down and one moment he's healed and he's walking out the door well yeah if so if this if, is a death dream so this could all be leading towards the end of the movie where it's in somewhat similar themes to the start of the movie where we're getting a zoom in shot of the planes where the wife's having sex and now we get the zoom out shot of them having sex in the median so maybe that's him leaving his body and oh, going away maybe yeah but that is uh these are all philosophical thoughts which maybe other people have not put into this movie so if i take it as that it's it's easy because it's in his dream and it has to be easy because this is the pleasant dreams like these are the happy moments because the door things are kicking in because you're dying because you're half dead in this car crash so if that's kicking in then of course the cops aren't there and they won't arrest you <laughs> but don't worry <laughs> we, we she has to go somewhere and we go to our favorite location the airport garage because she's like I have to go I have to catch a plane or something like that she gives some lame excuse to go to the airport garage because she never really goes anywhere. <laughs> and they have sex in the airport garage. That's like the that's where Holly Hunter and him have sex in the airport garage. Yes. <laughs> um, then we get the sex scene that cuts to the don't worry and the car crash. And we meet Vaughn again in the car crash where he's describing the James Dean car crash in extreme detail. And you don't know exactly what's going on. So you're like, okay, what's happening? Is this like a don't crash car seminar? Or these are the dangers of crashing cars? Right. Like, because in theory, if you... I don't know if... Like, if it's like road rage or something, they usually send you to a road rage class to get that taken care of. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is a class to be like, hey, no reckless driving. Or something like that. Yeah, or like, you know, it's... It's one of those things where it could very much be a here are cars you know here are here are the cars here you know it's a survey of famous car accidents in Hollywood mm-hmm. here's the James Dean car here's the car that ran into him yeah. and moving on we're going to do another famous car crash and here are the cars involved but that's not what this is mm-hmm. but we don't know that until until they're reenacting the crash and that and, and then and things are you know and people are injured and concussed and things are taking weird turds and, and they're running off into the woods after the cops show up yeah it's it's weird it, like I'm like okay so we're just doing these de- reenactments this is bizarre <laughs> but I forgot to mention the hospital smoking like we like we're smoking in the hospitals in the 90s which is also what makes me believe this might be a dream because you could do whatever you want in a dream yeah th- there is an odd element of this is all happening in Canada so I don't know the rules for Canada. Right. So. So but I'm assuming the hospital is a hospital. You would, you would so. think that 
by the mid late nineties to Google, they were cracking down on. I because I know that in the mid late nineties they had started phasing out uh, smoking sections in restaurants. Mm-hmm. I was about to say like, it, had, it didn't really like that didn't really kick in until in in, in, a, in a significant widespread way until the the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. But they were it was, it was the, the ball was definitely rolling. So you would and you would think that like smoking in a hospital was never okay, or not necessarily never okay, but not since. Whoa. Whoa. Quebec bans smoking in public spaces and workplaces such as offices, hospitals, restaurants, and bars on the 31st of May, 2006. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Canada was a little bit behind the times on that one. Wow. All right. I guess you could smoke in a hospital in, in Canada. In 1996. In 1996. <laughs> All right. That just seems a little shocking to me, but okay. Hey, there you go. <laughs> At least that's what Google and Wikipedia says. <laughs> this is what happens when you watch 24-year-old movies, everybody. <laughs> Learn stuff, some... stuff feels stilted and weird. Learn something new every day. The more you know. G.I. Joe. Um, but then we get... Back to Vaughn's house slash storage slash workshop because he lives in his car. Yeah, and it's and we meet all his friends and they're weird. There's the Michelle girl. Is that what her name? Gabrielle. Was? Gabrielle. <laughs> and then we meet. We see his other friend, uh, Sergey. Seagrave? Uh, hang on. See something. Seagraves. Seagrave. Seagrave. And he's got a concussion. Yeah, he was the one. He was the stunt driver in mm-hmm. the in the in the reenact. They they how they reenact the the thing is there's two stunt drivers and Vaughn rides in the second car to participate. You know, to be to, to represent be the third guy to represent all the people that were involved in the in the in the accident mm-hmm. in the first place. Uh you know, and the 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 one the stunt driver in the the bigger, heavier, you know, passenger sedan, he walks off. He's he's all right, mm. but the driver of the other car gets concussed. That was James Dean. Yeah. In the actual accident, James Dean dies, and his passenger survives. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so, yeah, so they, that's... they reenact that, and they all make it out, which is somewhat shocked because they don't have seatbelts or anything. But right, right. right. Well, they yeah, they, well yeah, and they do. But they're it without, stunt drivers. So. They, you know, they're not wearing helmets or mouth yeah. guards or seatbelts or airbags or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't have any extra safety equipment. Nope. Um, I, I think you could probably suppose that they're not driving as fast. No, as... they probably like it looked like they did some sort of slowdown and the. The one driving the bigger car looked to be a better stunt driver, in my opinion. Um, and he yeah, yeah. he screened it to the right point in the car where it doesn't like like points oh, of impact like on cars, where, zones yeah, or whatever. Pre, yeah, but the, like it was like things a stunt a stunt driver for Hollywood sets would know or TV sets, right? They would right. know where to hit a car so it doesn't implode or catch fire or kill the passengers maybe maybe i at least i'm not a st- i don't know stunt work 
but that's at least what I'm assuming is they know better yeah, than I do be, about this. There would be like you'd want to hit, you know, as 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 square as possible so as to spread the impact out and yeah. not cause weird spins or all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and then we go to the workshop. We meet I mean Sergey wants to be the Seagray? Yeah, what's that? Seagray wants the big tits on the next thing that he does because he wants to have the big tits so everyone can see him get glassed up and when they did when they do the next thing. Yeah. And then I said, so the big tits like in the Fistful of Bimbos video? <laughs> Cuz I yes. wanted to bring it right back to the Fistful of Bimbos. Yes. <laughs> um well, then I have then the 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 Gabriella has a her leg and she has a compartment and I say, "What leg doesn't need a weed compartment?" Truth. <laughs> Because she just pulls out two joints, kind of like taps on it, and then up comes two joints. Which is another reason I continue to think this thing is a dream. <laughs> um, and then we get to the, his wife is the most... <laughs> his wife is really the most fucked up person in this movie. Because she, then they're talking during sex about having sex with Vaughn. And it, she says the word anus like ten times. <laughs> yeah, it's it's... It's weird. And because he doesn't seem to be super into the gents. Man, yeah, he doesn't seem to be he doesn't seem at least at least everything up to that point has led him to has led us to believe cuz he like is like uh when when uh, Vaughn is standing behind him and he's flipping through the book and Vaughn's getting kind of excited he about backs it. Away. Yeah. He you know, he gives he gives Vaughn this James gives Vaughn the side eye. I forgot like, about that. It's like, dude, no no. So it, it seems like like James is straight and Vaughn is maybe swings both ways. Or Vaughn just wants to get off around wrecked cars and he doesn't care. Yeah. Uh it, it's, it's it's hard. I another way I I look at this is is the transformation James Spader takes to become Vaughn. Mm. Like because oh. near the end of the movie he be he's becoming Vaughn. Maybe the that's next why one. he take that's why he take that's maybe why he goes for one. the car, and he is like oh the next crash and maybe the next one which sounds kind of like Vaughn, and. That like that's another way to look at it, and uh, then I have the the but then we cut from him having sex with his wife to then him having sex with Holly Hunter yeah. in the car, and then, then that's where the busy the busy sex airport parking garage is because it's the busiest that parking garage is. I'm like I clearly see ten people walking behind that car. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's strange. Uh, she is way into cars mm-hmm. and them crashing. Mm-hmm. I think she is the most. Like the the uh, the uh, subculture of omnisexual car crash victims who use accidents and the raw sexual energy they produce. Uh, those like Holly Hunter, uh, Doctor Remington, mm-hmm. is the most that 
Because then don't we? Because then don't after this we cut to the scene where they're in the house watching the crash chest dummy footage. Uh, yes. Or is that later? Uh, that might be later. Hang on, I got. Is go that back. after the hooker? I gotta go back to. I think it's. I think it's the after. I don't know. My 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 uh, notes get sparse about all the weird sex stuff that. Okay. That happens, so I don't know. Well, now because that's the last, because that's near the last time we see Holly Hunter is when she gets really excited about the crash test dummies. Yeah, and that's the like the last scene we see her in, because then besides the end sequence, which we will get to then, and yeah, uh, it might be actually where she gets all hot and bothered over because I feel like the hookers the when it starts test. to like lead to just Vaughn. Yeah, and- so the ne- my next notes after. After the Holly, the, we learn the dock is way into cars and them crashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the hooker. That's my next. Yeah, note. my next note. Well, uh, and then I have we learn Vaughn is way into crashed cars mm-hmm. because that's when he talks about I want to find a car with some history and mm-hmm. crash it and crash it. Um, and then and that's when he goes and picks up a hooker at our local favorite airport. Yeah, well, it's it, or a parking garage. It's some parking. It's some parking structure. It might be the sex garage that we've been frequenting. The sex garage for for reasons I don't know. You called the sex garage first. I know. I love the sex garage. Um, they like to park things in it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> and they go for a sex drive. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, James Spader drives while Vaughn has sex. And yeah. he's watching. Yeah, it is. It is a strange little sequence because I was, I was so expecting them to have killed that hooker. Well, like they were going to crash the car, and then they yeah, were going to be like, was, "Look at that!" I was, Her brain is everywhere. Yeah, because because yeah, later well, on in the movie, you just see how that, weird he is. Yeah, and that's the sort of thing that Vaughn we, would be into. We, we learn that Vaughn would have absolutely been into. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, because then the next scene I have is them helping Vaughn with the car, and then I'm like, I feel like this is entirely illegal. Them just wandering around a crash site, photograph photographing everybody. Yeah, and Vaughn just gets all excited and filming. His wife is there too. James Bader's wife goes along on the ride. Right, and they're watching at this very bad car accident, and they're just wandering around taking pictures and like getting in the cars and like. Taking yeah, photos, so like there are victims still trapped yeah. in cars. You know the the you know emergency responders, the firemen are there, like with those big like the jaws of life. Yeah, the jaws of life and those big industrial strength shears that they use to cut through parts mm-hmm. of cars to get people out. It's it's not a halogen. Um, I don't I don't know. I just I'm sure they have a name. I just don't know what that is. I don't know. I'm going with impractical jokers knowledge. Um, but yeah, so it, it just seems, and then here again, there's no police. Like, why aren't there police? Or like, there might have been police, but because uh, I thought I saw a cop car or two. But there's, this is why I continue to think this is all just a vague dream because they get away with everything. So, and then they're just photographing, and then we find out Sergey is the one that caused the big accident. Yeah, Seagate. Seagate. Seagrave. 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 He's dead. There's a woman's head and a dog in the back. Well, it's because he's playing a woman. Yeah. Like, for the sake of the of the the incident. Yeah. 
or the, like the incident that they were trying to reproduce, which uh-huh. they do talk about, but I didn't recognize any of the names. In no, it. the names were. Uh, so, uh, uh, what there was a woman? A woman was driving. Yeah, I knew that. that. Was the implication. Oh, okay, so okay, so, so he that was, was he's him playing the part of okay, a woman. Okay, so the so that was the just wig a wig. Was, was okay, yeah, the wig was that. The blood was his. Got it. Right. Um. And then um then we go then they're like the car wash by the airport and I'm like oh our airport again yeah well yeah they they they, they frequent the, the the general our airport area yeah. yes so because he has blood on his car so they're gonna go get cleaned off right and he gets in the back and then Vaughn gets in the back with his wife with James Spader's wife right and right. they're going in the car wash and there's people working at this car wash yep. They get right up on the windows and they're cleaning the windows. They gotta look right at it, and then they're going at they're going to town. Yep. He's this is, that's when the choking thing happens, and it's a long ass car wash, by the way. Yeah, I, so, I have this one of my longest drive through car wash ever. I was about to say most drive through car washes like two to three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And there's just uh, just but Vaughn looks like he's turning into a zombie. Uh, he yeah, looks so he's, pale. He's very pale. It's definitely makeup. You yeah. can you can tell because it only goes to his jawline. You you see, like under his back under his ear, it's definitely redder. Mm-hmm. So I mean that could be a blood flow thing, but it, it's definitely there's some makeup. Yeah, his fingers are like yellowish, and he's yeah, just, it's he's not clean, and he just doesn't just doesn't look right. And I'm like, oh, he's biting at his wife, and I'm like, he's turning into a zombie. And then we cut to the we cut to their bedroom. Where she is turning into a zombie because right, she's turning cause she's, yellow. Yeah, because she's all beat up, like yeah, you know, bruises and yeah, bruises several places that it didn't seem like it didn't seem like it was that violent. Like, yeah, it, it, it was like, it, like there's right, a handprint like, on her thigh. He was he was definitely being rough. Yeah, he was being rough, but it was not like smacking rough or causing bruises sort of rough like right. it, like maybe around here like her neck region right. there might have been like a choke mark but he she's she's beat up like all on her arms right her her uh her leg yeah her like, thigh has look, a handprint that's what because yeah, that's what james thigh, spader goes up and does that yeah the thigh the, the handprint on the thigh is like the one not the one but like that makes a certain volume of sense from what we see in the car okay but what doesn't make any sense in the car is the, like the scrape on her on her down on her calf and you know the random the bruising uh, you know you know on her abdomen yeah. and you know her she all has the a black cuts. eye she's got all these cuts and she stuff. has a black yeah. eye and bruising around her mouth that doesn't seem like you know he, like he didn't it didn't look like he was like no. punching on her or anything like it doesn't it just doesn't seem that just doesn't add up that she should have been that banged up mm-hmm. from that encounter. So either after that they went and roughed her up, or I, I, I don't know. It's unclear, and it's, it's unclear what it's happened after uncomfortable the car wash. and yeah. weird and and yeah, no, um, not 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 good, not good. And then we get to the car dealership, right? With with um, Gabrielle. Gabrielle, I was about to call her Gracie. Um, Close. Close. Gabrielle, and she is rubbing up against a car yep. and then gets the dealership guy to come help. And this is where another scene where I'm like, okay, this has to not be happening. 
Yeah, because... Because like, she starts going... Of, right, well, instead of doing what normal people would do and be like, dude, lady, stop rubbing stop rubbing your junk all over this car. Yeah. Like... You can't afford you, this car. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, if you're, if you're interested in buying, let's You just bought this buy. car. There you go. If we're not interested in buying... Hit the bricks. Like, I'm not... I don't want to say I'm not wasting my time, but in the context of a salesman, you're not interested in somebody who's just looking, who just wants yeah. to see if they can get in the car, which is her story. Because she, she has... You know, she's these two big leg... Pretty involved leg braces on, yeah. and she has some... Uh, like some like a back brace, and, like, she just has lots of... She has lots of braces. ...medical apparatus. Because yeah. uh, from Vaughn's from Vaughn's pictures at one point, one of the accidents that he starts the book, the project with, is her accident. Right. And it's a pretty bad accident where she gets wheeled out and all that. Right. Yeah, no, it's... it's She was she was in a bad accident and is and is in bad shape because of it, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and, and then they just start following each other in the car, and then the dealership guy's trying to put her leg in. Yeah, like, so the, the moral of that story is, at some point, the dealership guy would have been like, nah, nah, this isn't happening hit the bricks mm-hmm. or no this is not appropriate if you want to if you want to buy a car i'm willing to talk to you yeah. otherwise no but he she's like i want to see if i can fit in a car and is like sort of kind of being sexy about it but not really and he's all like intrigued and like switched uh-huh. on and like is like willing to ruin the upholstery of this car which he does which he does that's why I say he's willing to ruin because he does it to try and get her leg in the car. Here's what we learned: she's as as they're diddling each other, like it just doesn't make sense. People in Canada are horny, as Lewis would say. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Lewis approach that this is all Canada's fault because they're all horny. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they go to your local favorite airport garage, and then both of them have sex. Yes. Yes. James and the blonde lady, because I didn't a guy. I had to show, look at the, the clack cast list. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to the airport sex garage where they do the things that happen in the sex garage. <laughs> at least this time, there was not as many people as both other times that we've been in. Like yeah, the but there were still plenty of people. There were still people there that probably would have seen it because you're not because then you're seeing the like metal legs just like flying over and. It's yeah, uh, this is the least sexy movie, sexy movie I have ever. This is the least <laughs> sexy, sexy movie I have ever seen. What is the most sexy movie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a thinker, isn't it? Uh, it would be a thinker. I have to. I don't Shrek. watch a lot of. I don't watch a lot of sexy movies. To be fair, E.T. <laughs> but this is this movie is trying to be sexy and it's not. Uh, really at all like and maybe that's the point yeah like maybe this is supposed to be like is at one point uh when when James Spader is like looking in the rearview mirror and mm-hmm. and I, I guess when it's his wife when, it's, yeah. when it's his wife being and he's looking I'm like wait is 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 this gonna turn into uh James Spader the or James James whatever his name was Ballard the voyeur? Like, is this supposed to be, like, voyeuristic? Oh, or was is it the hooker? The hooker, because the first time he does that is with the hooker. Maybe. And then the second time is so, when yeah, the, so the wife's been, in the car. Been, it would have been the wife yeah. that I'm like, okay, this is a trend now. Yeah. 
So is this gonna is this gonna devolve into Ballard being the 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 voyeur? Like, does he does this have to be voyeuristic mm-hmm. for him? Is this him getting off? The of this answer thing? is no. But because we get to the next couple scenes, because now I have now we go back to work. Everything's normal. Oh wait, he gets a phone call from Vaughn. Right I about need the you. project. I need you here right now. And they go and get tattoos. And they go and get weird tattoos, <laughs> like the steering wheel in Vaughn's car and the hood ornament of Vaughn's car. Yeah. And then they start kissing the or the tattoos, and I'm like, those are going to get infected, because Vaughn is not clean. <laughs> Vaughn probably yes. hasn't taken a shower, because Vaughn doesn't have a home. Right. <laughs> so it is probably, Vaughn is probably not the cleanest of people. To have this kind of sex with, yes, yes. Uh, from a from a hygiene perspective, yeah. his his personal hygiene seems potentially dubious. Yes, and that's when James Spader checks off the he had sex with everybody in the movie list. Yes, yes. Um, and then it's just like. It, 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 then it, he gets in another car and he's all yeah, like he's driving around they're, they're, this they, is the first time we don't have sex in, in the airport garage <laughs> right they're just they just pull over you know pull over beside some you know in some random alley you know under some random freeway mm-hmm. across the way from a junkyard and so I guess I guess Vaughn has passed out or something in the in the back seat because Spader hops up or I should say Ballard hops up and James hops up and, and goes into the into the into the the car into another the junkyard car, yeah. and sits down in the car and, and acts like, like a two year old with like the with like the little car thing that you get in the house and you put the car seat and they're pretending they're driving yeah, he's like and, and, he's, and he's getting turned on yeah. and it's weird and then Vaughn hits the car. Yeah, Vaughn drives in and smashes. Not like, not hard. But he still hits the car. But hits the car, causes some you know fender bender level damage, mm-hmm. and then drives off. And it's and then, super strange. And then that's where we discover that Vaughn has hit his wife's car later. Yeah, and then then that's where the big hunt for Vaughn comes in. Because now the wife's like sort of not really turned on, but yet turned on, I believe. Like, she's like, I don't want to be here, but yet she gets all excited in the car when they're hunting for Vaughn, and Vaughn's hitting them in the back. Yeah, well, no, she's... At that point, she is not... I feel like at that point, the wife, at least, is not happy that she is there. She doesn't want to be... Mm-hmm. She wanted to go home. Yeah, she said that when they go were, back. Right, and I think that they were maybe on their way home... No, I thought that when, they were heading to Vaughn's because that's was the point because they were going to go hunt for Vaughn, and then she's like, "I don't, I want to go home." And then they were going to turn around, and then Vaughn's behind them, right? And then they, she starts bumping the car. Right. Like I said, I think that they were. I in think the that was her point of, of no return in her mind, where this was the point of her like, I can change back to maybe this is like her epiphany moment where she's like, "I won't be this obsessed with car accidents if I'm not involved in one." Like she's like, I'm not obsessed yet. I'm like, I'm on the like, I'm on the verge. I'm on the cliff to being the same as everybody else in this movie. Even though she's weirder than everybody else in this movie, I don't know. I'm just thinking about her brain where she's like, maybe she's well, James, yeah. maybe she's James Spader in the beginning of this movie, 
where he's getting the hand job and she's talking about the car accident and he stops her. So maybe that's her epiphany moment to be like, if we keep doing this, there's going to be this point of no return for me where this is the only way I get off. Yeah, well, maybe... Because well, I was thinking that... But, but it back was, to my dream scenario, this it just was is... A, <laughs> it was a physical danger thing. Like, she she didn't want to be... She was worried for her own physical safety. But then she seemed really turned on near that when when Vaughn crashes the car. That was the only thing that I thought that was Well, different. it could be that that was an unintended consequence. Uh. Like, she wasn't expecting to be aroused by that, but she was. Or she ended up being aroused by that. Or she didn't want to be aroused by that, but you can't help what arouses you. Mm-hmm. And then Vaughn's dead. <laughs> yes. Careened, or like I said earlier, into a bus, landed in it, caught on fire, he's gone. Yes. And and then Holly Hunter returns with with the other girl. Right. And then right. Gabrielle in, and Remington Gabrielle, show back up. And they're in the junkyard and they go and have sex in Vaughn's car. Yep. And I'm like, what is this? So Well, Again, yeah, in the Vaughn, fever dream of this, this is this is all Vaughn this is all James's fever dream and, that he wanted them to have sex. Right, Vaughn and James have sex with everybody in this movie. There, there is no proof that uh, Vaughn had sex with Holly Hunter. No, but but I think and it's and uh, I think you can absolutely infer it. We don't see it, but I think you can. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the sex with the Gabriella Gabrielle Gabrielle Gabrielle. That I feel like that's implied, but you don't know. So, as far as we know, people we've seen have sex in this movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> if you have to see it for it to count in the context of the movie, yes, I do. Because if the hallucination, of, if my hallucination theory is correct. And so then James and the wife show up and they want to get Vaughn's car. Yes. And you're like, okay, why? It's a dear friend's car, even though he tried to careen you off the road? Yeah, even though he was absolutely, like, trying to run you off the road Mm -hmm. when he ran himself off the road. Yes. it's, It's strange, and then... The like the multiple ways you can look at this movie, it's like he, this is his final turn into Vaughn, because now Vaughn is dead and he's now taken over. Because the end of the movie is him chasing his own wife in Vaughn's car that they fixed, quote unquote. Right. And then they're chasing his his wife down in the car, and they run the wife off the road in the car, and. I, all I have written down is now you get me. Now they understand. Now you. Now they understand each other. Now you get it. Now we're. Now we're the same. We all like these car crash sex scenes, and he's like, "Next time, next time." And I'm like, "So it's not because it's not destructive enough. It doesn't cause enough scars or anything. It's like next time we'll get it." And I'm like, "Then they have sex in the median, and then that's when the pan out happens, right? And then the credits roll, right? So you know she has just." Bit, like, I don't know. I feel like, I think, is it possible mm-hmm. that the whole point of all of this mm-hmm. is to try and get the wife off? 
The whole point is wife wants to climax. And we are chasing endlessly ways to get the wife off. To get the wife to climax. It's a possibility. And car crashes didn't work. So we have to try and find another thing. Oh, and that's maybe what the next, next time. One is. Oh, like next we'll one find the next king. The next one isn't the crash, the next crash. The next one is the next kink, as you yeah. said. Yeah. Maybe they should try being furries. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> well, she dresses up like a squirrel. <laughs> maybe. That's that's the that's I mean, sequel to Crash is she, Furries. <laughs> she'd have to find what her fursona is. I don't know. Her fursona. <laughs> I like your, I like that idea, Ken. That is that's a good thought too. This because, I mean, that just occurred to me. But as because I was like, as I was sitting here, I'm like, because like I said, because like I said, when the two ladies were having sex, at least they could finally finish. Because most of the time, all we get is the guys finishing, and the women right. never really get right. their time. Yeah, the only time it seems like a lady is satisfied is when. James Spader and Gabrielle are going at it. Yeah. She seems to enjoy herself. Mm. But at no other point really does it seem like well when Holly Hunter and The first Spader time do Holly it, Hunter do time, it, yeah. She seems to enjoy herself. But yes, I could I could maybe get behind that theory. Yeah, I can probably get behind that theory. I'm still yeah. going with the dream. Still going with the dead dream I'm, theory. But. I'm on board. I, I like that interpretation yeah. best. But if the, I think I think that this could all be a quest to quest for the holy a, a quest a quest for the wife's climax. Yes, <laughs> isn't that what everybody's searching for? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. All right. Let's robot punch this. Okay. Ken, do you want to go first? Sure. Or I could go first. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Tyler, either. do you want to go first? That's great. I lost. I lost track of the TT count. Five. <laughs> five robot punches. <laughs> There's boobs. <laughs> I like T- boobs. TT count in the double digits. Louis <laughs> <Lewis> high fived. <laughs> <laughs> Love you both. Sorry, sorry, Tyler <laughs> and Lewis. Love you both. Um, but I, while talking through this, I have discovered that there is a far deeper level to this movie that I thought there was different ideas behind it. Like I felt like okay, there's different ways to interpret how this movie flows. I'm not saying I enjoy the flow of it. It was it was neat to talk it over and be like, okay, you could take it as this point of view or like this view because there's no cops, there's no like consequences. Then there's the other double meanings behind things and what we're actually searching for in this movie, and how the IMDb described the movie. It could just be right. That could be why the unsatisfied part. And there's there's. I, I, I really enjoyed talking that over here because that that has brought this movie up a little bit in my brain. So that that gets a that gets a solid good old one there. So I'm gonna go with probably uh one and a half. Okay. Because Holly Hunter's performance is the other half, because she's bringing it all, whereas James Spader just is James Spader. And he like like the acting like I think the acting Some, is okay. Something that we did not talk about uh-huh. on this podcast, but we talked about 
some during the movie mm-hmm. is the weird stilted dialogue. Oh, the dialogue, yeah, that's especially just... the the dialogue is especially weird and stilted between James James and his wife. And his wife. That dialogue's awful. Like <laughs> that. It's it, like they don't talk like anybody that has ever actually had a conversation ever. Do they ever look each other in the eye? Because now that I stop to think about it. Here again, this might earn it up to a two. Because uh, I, I feel like all the time she arrives, it's always from behind. Or like his head is turned, or her head is turned. Because even in the end, she's turned to the side. Right, yeah, it's like she's purposefully not looking at him. Yeah. At the end, at the very end. Like there's a bunch of, like, there's a, like, because she always comes from behind him. It's not like they're, like, while they're having sex, it's not like they're looking at each other's eyes. It just uh, seems to be. There's the one, the one spot, the one time. Where they're on the chair in the living room, and I am. he's got his leg up because, like, well, this is the only way they can do it because of his leg. Yeah. At that point, they are face to face. I don't know if they ever look each other in the eye. We yeah, I did. We did dig too deep in that because I think we were on the, the leg thing. We were on like, look, there's the leg. <laughs> well, and it, it, you know, it's more, but you you make an interesting point about them not ever looking at each other, especially when they are being intimate, intimate like. Or I should say when they're having sexy time. Because I think that's the choky part. Because he was always turning. Because because uh, Vaughn was always turning her head forward towards him. I don't know. I see. I I felt we like also were not that focused during that part because it was weird. So I felt like there, there was like like yeah that that scene that sequence was weird and uncomfortable. Like it uh-huh. was, and I think that was by design. Like I think yeah. it's supposed to be uncomfortable. I think you were. I think you're supposed to be not. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to realize that. Oh, here's. Here is like Vaughn is all right. I'll talk being, myself into it too. Is being ultra pervy. <laughs> I my my uh, my my opinion remains unchanged. <laughs> I talked myself into it too. Point seven five. There you go. Uh, this movie is better than a half, but it's definitely not a one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as Elijah pointed out, it does have some interesting ideas, which interesting ideas are cool. But with all the weird pervy trappings oh, yeah. and the unintelligible story and the what the heck is this movie really what you really huh? don't then really don't heck? ever watch a video drum. <laughs> I I I can't I can't I can't give this I can't like it's it's not it's not your it's company. not good it's not like like yet again it's like sixty eight kill in my opinion it's like similar fear my similar feelings about sixty eight kills about this movie this movie is a Put together craft that is just not our cup of tea. Uh, similar, yeah. yeah. I like as far well, as craft, like as far as craft goes, it is still a well, like it's a well, like the shots are like the shots are fine. Yeah, it's not like from a craft perspective, yeah. from a from a from a craft perspective, i.e., the way the the way the the shots are composed, mm-hmm. lighting, all of that stuff. This movie is solid. Like yeah. it, it is, it is. It passes. Like, it's not, like, like at no point we're like, wait, that's a weirdly framed shot. Yeah. Or, the lighting in this scene is really bad. We can't see what's going on. Or, like, they're using, like, whatever. Like, wait, the, these people aren't even in the same room. Yeah. And they're having a conversation with each other. What? Uh, th- like, none of that ever happens in this movie. It's And, um, that's, and that's fine. Like, yeah. that's good. But that, there again... It doesn't matter. That's why it. it's that's why it's not a 
quarter. Oh that's, yeah, it's, you know that's why it gets to be three quarters. Oh yeah, I'm because, just speaking. Like, I'm it, just speaking it, for it, the pe- for the people. For the people, this is like the people that because I because there's like ne- the negative reviews I don't I don't know exist. So we might be the lowest. So that's fine. So, but I'm just I'm like. Like we're not complaining about the craft; it's just not the it's the story that we don't like get. Um, like we that's not our that's not our thing at as, the end of the day. As if you haven't been able to figure it out by now, we're pretty the, basic. <laughs> the story and subject matter of this movie are not to Elijah and I's liking, uh, especially not to my liking. Uh, I I enjoy movies that cause a discussion, so I can prove. That's why that's why I got a two. I'm like I like movies where I'm like, okay, we can take this different aspect to this different aspect and be like, this is why this movie does this because it's all different turns of events. That's sure. Why one of my favorite that's why one of my favorite movies is the Infinity War movie, which is the Thanos movie, which is all from the Thanos' point of view movie. Yeah, and Thanos is the hero of that. And movie. Thanos is the hero of the movie. Yeah, he wins. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why. That's one of my. That's why my top five favorite Marvel movies. So, just an example. Yeah. But yeah, it is most definitely that. What time are we at? Uh, one hour and one minute. That's oh, not bad. Just right now, like five seconds. Do we want to talk topics, or do we want to just? Uh, yeah, we can do. We can do some brief topics. Yeah, I can get you. I can get you the update on Pokemon Snap. While you discuss the one that you had, yeah, uh, in, I was going to say. In the meantime, uh, the the details are unknown. Exact, or I should say, the uh, the, the the short version is uh, Lucasfilm Games has been resurrected. Uh, so we don't have EA being the sole arbiter of Star Wars games going forward, although the reports were that was an exclusive deal put in place in uh, 2013, and it was supposed to be a 10-year deal, so the question of what things are actually going to look like for the next two years until that expires, we don't know the information about that, but uh, they did, uh, they announced... Uh, the folks that made machine games, the folks that made the new Wolfenstein games, are doing a Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones game. game. Yeah. And they also announced I can't remember the name of the studio. The guys that did the Division are doing a an open world, world Star Wars game. Star Wars game from Ubisoft. So Ubisoft, who are who have the 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 pretty much have a lock on. The open world genre, right? Well, they don't have a lock on it. But Ubisoft they have a, massive, the division, the division. That's series. it, massive, massive yeah, games. Massive, that's it. Um, uh, they, they, uh, yeah, they, they have, they have not a corner on, but they have a very distinct brand flavor of open world games. The Assassin Creed, the Assassin's Creed games, uh, Watch Dogs, uh, 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 Far Cry. Uh, and the 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 recently released uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, all of those are Ubisoft games. I knew that one. Yeah, I knew so, the Immortals game. Yeah. So those are like, and that's the, the and that's the flavor of game that people are expecting out of this. Uh, an interesting thing that was pointed out in a podcast I was listening to today. Shout out to Podcast Beyond. Uh, was they never said that it was single player. Mm. 
So there is some potential uh, questions of, is this going to be a weird open world game of service maybe thing or a weird like microtransaction riddled thing? Uh, They're not EA. (laughs) It's true, they're not EA. Uh, So I remain cautiously optimistic about this. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been working my way through uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Mm -hmm. having boatloads of fun with it, really enjoying it. Um, I hear you either really love that game or hate it. That is possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would argue if you hate it, crank down the difficulty. Uh, unless you really don't like, I think it's the camera that's. I was gonna say, unless people. you really don't like like that's third person, said. if you don't like third person like cinematic adventure exploration games, like if you don't like Tomb Raider and Uncharted and Last of Us, like stylistically, mm. that's kind of what this game is. Uh, at least that's how it feels to me. I have not played a Soulsborne game, which is what. This is a Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne. I hear Demon Souls is great. Um, I have not played any of those games. I've seen some of those played, but I haven't actually played any of them. I need to play Bloodborne. Uh, it was it was free on Plus several months ago, and I have it. I just need I to, probably have it too. I just need to play it. Uh, I watched a I watched a, a playthrough of that. Uh, a Eurogamer played through it. I watched that. It was my put me to sleep game for a while. <laughs> uh, I uh, and I was like I, I didn't really have any interest in that game until I watched their let's play and I was like oh I could I could play this I could I could do that because it and it's one of those things where I to get into Ken's gaming history weeds a little bit uh, Ken's gaming history I, <laughs> I enjoyed the crap out of Ninja Gaiden Black on the original Xbox and Xbox. Go a lot of a lot of people said that that is not exactly the same, but that has a similar difficulty curve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I played the crap out of that game. I played that game through three or four times, beginning to end. If if platinum if platinum trophies had existed, I would have platinumed that game. Uh, That's how I feel about most of the PlayStation Two Dragon Ball Z fighting games. <laughs> uh, so. Like, but but to that point, like that is that is like I wanted the God of War games to be Ninja Gaiden Black, uh-huh. and they're not. They're a totally different thing, which is fine. But that's what I wanted. Like like Ninja Gaiden Black is still the uh, the yardstick by which I measure third person action combat games, and. Fallen Order is the closest I've gotten to that level of satisfaction. Wow. It's different. It's not the it's it's not the same. Realistically, the only thing that's going to give me that again would be Ninja Gaiden Blue. If if they did, <laughs> if if Ninja Theory came back and did another Ninja Gaiden Black like game, mm. that that's the only thing that would that would get me there. Uh, but so so I, what I need to do so the, the moral of that or the what I'm trying to say is I have I think I've been too turned off by talk of difficulty I think I have a higher threshold for difficulty than I think I do mm-hmm. uh, so I I need to work my way back around to Bloodborne and maybe I will 
I haven't decided what I'm playing after this, but I might I might go after a certain platinum and a certain Lego game. What? <laughs> Just because I need to catch up. I need to I need to get my platinums. Lies! Don't do I it. To, I need Bell. to catch up. I need to catch up. That means I have to beat the original Final Fantasy VII because that'll be quicker platinum than doing the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, maybe. It should be if I do most of the stuff. The only problem will be is I have to remember how to get Knights of the Round. I, I'm sure you could follow a guide on the internet. I know, but I was trying to do with that one. Uh, um, sometimes guides are helpful. They are a lot. Um, I have a couple of things. Okay, a couple of things. You're Nintendo. We'll start Nintendo. with start with we'll start with my movie stuff. stuff. Ooh, movie which is stuff. Chris Evans is is reportedly in talks to reprise his role as Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Interesting. It's what the world needs. Is Captain America back? <laughs> uh, I love Chris Evans as Captain America, yep. so I'm. I was on board. I'm on board. Uh, I'm. I wonder if they're gonna do like a. I don't know. I don't know what they would. I'm interested if it's something with time travel because probably Kang is gonna. Right, like because Kang are, are supposedly gonna... is the villain in. Uh, the new Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Oh. They've already casted him and everything, so... Interesting. Kang is supposedly in Ant-Man and Wasp 3. Uh, they could theoretically show... Do a... Uh, do the story of what happens to Cap at the end of... Oh, at the end Infinity of Infinity War. War. Yeah, that'd be neat. Or at the end of Endgame, Endgame. Where he's, you know, when he's off, you know, putting everything right. Yeah. When he's you know taking everything back, do that on do that on Disney Plus. I'd watch that. Just call um, each stone and then do an episode of each stone, and then I'd be okay with that. Yeah, some, something along those lines. I yes. want, then the last one is the Soul Stone. He has to fight the. Then that's when that's when the Red Skull's there and they fights and breaks free. Maybe the Red Skull comes back to the MCU. Maybe. Good times have battle. We'll um, and Morbius was delayed from March until October eighth again. Well, considering the current the current state, it the is the current state of things and rampant speculation being. Or I shouldn't say rampant. Spe- I haven't heard much rampant speculation, but or I should say I haven't heard. All I hear is vaccine rollout is way slower than expected. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I've heard. Um. And my other my other video game news is. It's probably already too late, but if you want to, you can pre-order Scott Pilgrim vs. the World video game. It's coming back out, re-released on physical copies. You can buy them on LimitedGames.com starting this Friday. You can pre-order your copy. I plan to pre-order my PlayStation 4 copy that way. So, you can also get it for the Switch. I plan to get a Switch cover for it all for my Switch, because they have a Scott Pilgrim cover for my Switch, and it's going to be great. Oh, cool. I'm like, I'm going to buy that. (laughs) Like a sticker cover. Uh, it, it like looks hard... like it looks like a hardcover thing. Okay. Yeah, I think. I'm not. I don't know. I like is. my case too much. If it were if it were like a, a sticker thing, I would. Make I don't know. I didn't look too hard into it because it just is coming soon across it, and I have to look at it tomorrow. Okay. All right. And then the final piece is Pokemon Snap has a release date of April 30th for the Switch. You get a new world. You get all this fun stuff, and you get to and take pictures is, of Pokemon. It's a, it's a new Snap. It's not yep. the old Snap. Nope. It's new, a snap. new Snap. Brand new Snap. All these Pokemon, good times. A whole bunch of new Pokemon that I don't know because I haven't played a Pokemon game since Platinum. 
Uh, then you did pretty well. You hit about it though. You hit about the right level because then all the other games really just take all the other games and throw them in there, and then throw maybe thirty or forty other thirty more. So that's like maybe two generations. Trust me, I played the new one and I only knew about I only knew about maybe I only didn't know about ten. So oh, sword and shield. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like you'll be pretty okay. All right. But yeah, those are the latest news from the current date and time, which probably you could put it out because January fifteenth, they said, is when the Scott Pilgrim game was on sale. Uh, yeah, that's you could get it on PlayStation Network right now. I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's available now, but it was. Oh, it's probably, it actually probably comes out on Friday. Yeah, probably the digital is on Friday. They're actually, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say. Ken, it's research. Research. Uh, Scott versus the World Game. Research, Ken. Do it faster. Oh, my uh, God. Nintendo. Oh, my God. Oh, my Video God. Video Game Complete Edition. Oh, this is the completionist. Never mind. Wait. Complete Edition. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Scott Pilgrim is back. Complete Edition. Features. Favorite characters. Yeah, it just gives you all the DLC from the last one in the... League of Evil Exes. So you get to play as uh, Knives and, uh, what's his roommate's name? Uh, Wallace. Wallace, yeah. Yeah. So you get to play as them, too. Cool. Along with Kim, Scott, Ramona. Ubisoft. And... PlayStation 4. Oh, gravy. Yeah, by now it says. Stephen Stills, yeah. That's it. Yeah, 15 bucks. Buy now. Out now. Buy now. I'm going to buy my limited edition physical copy so it's never gone again. I I downloaded it. I think I have it on my PS3. I did too. My PS3 is dead. Mm, my PS3 is still alive. I haven't oh. turned it on in, oh, forever. But. but, yeah. So, I guess it's that time of night, Ken. It might be, yes. Yes. I'm not going to sing. I know. That's fair. Um, go to our website, thepostermanpodcast.com. Send us emails to thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Find us on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. Check us out on Facebook at thepostermanpodcast. And find us on YouTube. Just search for the Posterman Podcast. You'll find many of the ARC videos and other videos that we have done online. You'll find our Christmas special up there. You'll find the flashback editions. You'll find lots of stuff up there. It's a good time. And check us out on Letterboxd at the Postman Pod to see all the random stuff that I watch all the time. And we will see you all next month for Sexy Stash Month for Sexy February. Sexy Stash Month. We're going into the stashes in February. The moustaches are coming out, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yep, it's going to be a good time. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>